0: So good evening, family, everyone that's joining us. We apologize for the, uh, the technical problems we were running into tonight, but uh, we're here, and we are ready to pray. And thank God to all the awesome people that are here. Can we kind of show the crowd here tonight? We just got some awesome brothers and sisters in faith present here tonight, and so thankful that we all were all able to gather together in uh, the Velasquez home. So thank you to Michael and Jessica for allowing us in their home tonight. We love you all. You guys are awesome. Amen. So let's go ahead and just have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for this time that we have in your name. Thank you for this, this family that we you've given us. Beyond just the family that shares our last name, yes. we have a family that shares the name above all names. Yes. the name of Jesus, and we are grateful to be a part of that family. Father, as we look around this room and the people who are watching at some point online, God, we, we recognize that our dust is different, but yet we carry the yeah. same spiritual DNA. We've yes. we all have been given that new birth, that... That, uh, that a born-again placement that we now have in the kingdom where my old self is dead and I come alive in Jesus Christ. And so, Father, we pray that you'll just continue to teach us how to endeavor to keep that unity in the spirit that we've been studying about this entire time in the book of Ephesians. For every prayer request tonight, I thank you for healing, Sister Nancy, for working a miracle for Thank you, God, that you are intervening supernaturally in this case with Edgar. Thank you for healing tonight for Mackenzie. God, I think you. you're touching her, even her, her shoulder even now. She's feeling supernatural health. May your hand of protection continue to be upon uh, Dr. Brown as he travels, because God, you use him in powerful ways on the other side of the planet. So God, be with him, protect him, get him to his destination, so he can minister who he's designed to. We command all the power of the enemy that's trying to stop him from getting there. Get out of the way, Satan! And Father, please get him there safely. Uh, we pray for Christine tonight, and we pray for, um, for at least for your family tonight. We ask God that you would just bring comfort and peace and direction and hope, and God, bring victory uh, in these situations. Yes. At least I pray tonight that your family will sense just the hand of God being with them and, and bringing peace to your Father and comfort to Him as well. And we thank you, Lord, again, that tonight this time will be fruitful right. because yes. we are digging into your Word and you all agree with me family the word of God is still powerful it's still alive it's active in our lives and we need it to to cut off the the still sinful nature within us the still human nature within us so we can become more like Jesus let us decrease tonight so he may increase in our lives we thank you Lord we call this done tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Amen Amen Amen. Amen. so Ephesians chapter 4 family is where we're reading from and we are kind of reading the second half of Ephesians 4 if you hear anybody, sound sounds like they're praying in tongues. It's actually Oso. He's a German shepherd. Okay, he's praying in the spirit down there somewhere. So <laughs> that's all that is. Uh, yeah, the groans, the deep groaning of prayer is what that is according to uh, Romans 8, right? So Ephesians 4, verse 17 is where we're going to start tonight. And uh, here's how it reads. He says, Paul is saying this. He says, with the Lord's authority, I say this. I love this. Live no longer as the Gentiles do. I love that. Live no longer as the as the Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. Notice he's speaking about the interior man now. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds, here it is, and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. Man, it feels like he's talking about this generation, doesn't it? (laughs) They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Amen. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him. Is anybody reading a, uh, someone got a King James, or New King James? Anyone got a different version other than the NLT? I
1: have
0: NIV. NIV. Way. Can you read me verse 20? What does it say in the NIV in verse 20? Verse 20
1: says, you, however, did not
0: come to know Christ that way. Okay. Does anyone else have a different version besides NIV? Ms. Vidi? Um, but that is not the way you
2: learned Christ.
0: Not the way you learned Christ? What version is that? Uh, the English standard ESV? What do you have, A Kids? I have ESV. ESV. So it says, read it to me again. How's it read it? That is not the way you learned Christ. That is not the way you learned Christ. The NLT puts this about in there. We learn about Christ. I love how it's put in, in other translations, because that's actually more accurate. This is not how you learned Christ. Not learned about him. This is what you learned from him. Okay? <laughs> about his very nature, about who he is, the Christ within you, the hope of glory within you. But this isn't what you learned. Concerning Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, verse twenty-two, here we go. Throw off your old sinful nature, your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Again, this is a this is a the uh, the verb is, is a continuous action. This is something that's continually happening in our lives. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous. And holy. Wow, that's that's (laughs) profound. Thank you also. Uh, That's (laughs) profound. So here's what it says, verse 25. Stop telling lies. Okay, so as I put on Christ, stop telling lies. We'll dig into this in just a moment. We don't have to lie to ourselves anymore. We can just be honest about where we are, what we're dealing with, what's going on, what we're thinking, what we're feeling. We don't have to lie anymore. He says this: let us tell our neighbors the truth we are all parts of the same body. So, so notice that he's speaking to the, the church here. Okay, we're talking to the church directly in these verses now. Let, let us tell our, our, our neighbor in Christ, okay? the, the brother and sister near me, not just my, my physical neighbor. I'm part of the family of God. Since i are part of the same body, we, we shouldn't lie to each other. Hey, how you been? Oh, I'm doing great. Liar. <laughs> Life sucks right now. There's some things happening right now. I'm, I'm going through mental anguish right now. I've got these issues, these pains, these struggles, or, or um, just things happening in my family. Fine. Be honest about what's happening. Here we go, verse 26. This is for me and Michael right here. This is our verse. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Can I get an amen from the angry yeah. people? Amen. No, That's okay. <laughs>
3: good.
0: Don't sin by letting anger control you. Okay. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. Yeah. For anger gives a foothold to the devil. Yes, sir. Right. Oh, Pastor was that verse right there, right? Amen. <laughs> if you are a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good hard work and then give generously to others in need notice how he's still talking he's still talking to the church okay there's still thieves in church come on somebody help us lord okay okay so stop stealing and said use your hands uh for a good hard work and then give generously to others in need we'll talk about that in just a moment don't here we go here we go christians don't use foul or abusive language let everything you say, someone else got to say corrupt. Another version might say corrupt, or anyone got a different version of what that says in terms of what kind of language he's talking about? Verse 29? Unwholesome. Unwholesome, unwholesome language, yep. Um, use your hands, for, I'm sorry. Don't use foul or unwholesome or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Pastor Roba, read what you got for verse 29.
1: Do not let any unwholesome talk come out from your mouth, but only what is helpful for building
0: others up to their needs, that I may benefit those who listen. So that it may benefit those, right? Amen. Thank you, Pastor She will benefit those who listen to her. Amen. Okay. Okay. Um, Yes. So this idea of building up, the the words that are coming out of her mouth are meant to encourage, to build up. I feel like somebody's feeling a little shamed right now. Okay. So we're not trying to do that. We're trying to help you right now. I have the last three verses here that we'll, we'll, we'll start to dig into this a little bit. And do not, here we go, do not bring sorrow, do not grieve God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, He has identified you as His own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. So get rid, here it is, of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other. Tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Can I get an amen? amen. <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about this here just a little bit. Before we do, what I what I kind of like to be able to do is uh, I love to propose questions. Okay, um, this whole idea that we're getting at is we're talking about Paul's talking about putting on Christ. Okay, putting on almost like like our clothing. So this this concept of of putting on Christ. Did anyone ever get this way when you first got saved? Was your mindset kind of like, as you weighed the cost of becoming a Christian, you your mindset was like, okay, what can't I do anymore? What can't I say anymore? Where can't I go? And what shouldn't I do? Did anyone else have that kind of thought process when you first came to Jesus? Anything in particular, you're just like I don't know if I want to give that up before I come to Christ? Yeah, like I
4: don't think, um, think that's so bad. But, yeah, I right. Think God would be upset if I said this or did uh-huh. that, and kind of. Standing
0: in between the line. Yes, ma'am. Hey, Amen. thank you for your honesty. Yes. Anyone else? Anyone else want to be honest? Yes, ma'am, please. Uh partying? Yeah, right? Come on, girl. You had no idea you could party for Jesus.
5: So. <laughs>
0: but, but, yeah, I get it. Do I really have... If if I come to Christ, do I have to give this stuff up? Is, is, does this become the thou shalt not? Now, nah. yes, ma'am,
5: please. Mine was going to the club. Uh-huh. Because I love the dance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so no, yeah. I was like, Lord... You know, uh, and what, I go? But what
0: what do you do on Sundays? I still see magic. You, oh, <laughs> <get your praise." laughs> yeah, anyway. you didn't have to give it up. You didn't have to give it up. Maybe you don't go there anymore, but right. you didn't have to give up what you love. Say I got mm-hmm. that. Anyone else? Anyone else Just like, ah, oh, there's things I gotta give up before I give it all to Jesus. Which is true, but but was that more your worry or hesitation or your fear? Again, just how oh, do you sure? I mean, come. On. Okay, yeah. So we've all been there. So what happens is this. When we come to Christ, we're actually becoming a new creation again. Okay. That's that's really where things change. Coming to church, you can continue to live however you want, act the way you want. But when you come to Christ, yeah. things start to become different. That's they become nice. new, if you will. So, what what it, when coming to Christ then is not it's not necessarily just stopping the way you used to live. What it is, it's becoming something completely different. Okay, it's a it's a new way of beginning to live, and 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 it's a better way yeah. of living. Amen. That's what it's about. So I don't want anyone to get a fearful like. All the things I gotta stop. No. All these great new things you get to start, Amen. but you get to begin Amen. as you follow right. Jesus Christ. So so here's my question, okay? Uh, I want to put it like this. Uh, does anyone ever worry about what they look like? Anybody just ever worry about what they look like? Anyone know? Come on, Pastor Over. Throw that hand real high. <laughs> Mr. Nett, Mr. Nett, I'll, I'll put you on the spot first. Okay. Mr. Ned, how long does it take you to get ready for church? For
6: church? It is. Uh on a complete, half to wash here and everything. Yes, ma'am. About forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes. Okay, not
0: too bad. Anybody top that? Can anybody top that? Anybody take longer to put it faster? <laughs> over an hour. It take about an hour. Anybody top that? Anybody take over an hour for church? Okay, over that. Hold on. An hour, and an hour and a half. Ninety minutes that's a lot of dedicated time two hours, two hours? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! good lord so if you went like to like the early bird service at like 7 a.m you'd be getting up at like five just to get ready okay wow, that's awesome okay yeah. thank god we don't have those amen all right, but, all right. And, and can anyone else top this? least lisa's two hours to get ready that's, that's impressive. Sir. <laughs> so, are you still waiting for her in the car, sir? Like, we gotta get to church. I, I gave up and I just waited a second. Okay, <laughs> right okay I get how that goes. So, um, why, I guess my question is like this then. Um, why do we worry about what we look like? Why is that our concern, the outward? Appearance? Why is that so concerning? Especially when you're sitting in a dark room and you're pretty much looking at the back of people's heads. Why do, why do, we, why do we worry about that so much? Yes ma'am. Cool. Single
4: like pressure
0: from society. Okay, yeah, sure. Sure. Expectations that are put on us from culture. Absolutely. Especially as Americans, right? Gotta look good. Yeah, good. Any other thoughts? Any anything else? I think sometimes it's a level of
2: confidence that you know you can get from looking good maybe
0: makes you feel good too. Come on, sister. Amen. Amen. We're hitting from both sides. So I'm sorry? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Ms. Vitti was talking about how there's a level of confidence that comes from uh, looking our best, getting ready. Um, so, yes, it, partly what Nadia was saying is, yes, we, we try to dress up or put that effort in to, to appease culture, to appease society. But the other part of that is sometimes I just, I, the better I'm dressed, sometimes the better I feel. So I get that, absolutely. Um, I guess I want to put it like this. If we spend so much time before work, or before school, or before church, looking in the mirror, checking ourselves out, how often do we actually stop and just take a look at ourselves spiritually?
6: Mm,
0: How often do we stop and just kind of say, all right, my hair looks good, my makeup looks good, my my clothes look good, what about my heart? What about my mind? What about my spirit? Have I taken any time to kind of evaluate what I look like spiritually? Mm -hmm. Scriptures tell us that man looks on the outward, but God, Looks on the heart. That's
5: right.
0: And what is he seeing when he when he, when he looks on in, inside this heart? Uh, what, what is he ultimately pointing to? And so this is why when we get to Ephesians 4, Paul's telling us that in Christ, we all have this, this new self, okay? This this new look, if you will. How were we created? We were created in the image and likeness of Almighty God. Yes. That's how we were created. And then sin happens. And that completely distorted, corrupted how we looked. That image, that likeness of God. Sin messed that up. So Jesus shows up and presents this new and living way. The restoration of everything that sin destroyed. And once again, I get to look just like God. And, and what does God what God look like? What does Paul tell us that he looks like? He basically tells us that what's happening is I'm creating the image of God. And I'm getting back to this place as I put off the old self. What I'm putting on is holiness and righteousness. Okay, in my notes I had to put dang. Okay, just like when you think about it, dang. I'm putting on holiness and righteousness. That's what God looks like, right? That's what he looks like. He's holy. There's no one else like him. He's he's separated and, and, and he's righteous. So his actions, his mindset, his attitude, his desire, he's right in everything that he does. That's what I'm putting on when I choose to cast off the flesh and put on Christ. I'm putting on this holy righteous nature of God. Now, let's be honest, okay? How does that happen? (laughs) How how do I put on that holy, righteous nature of God? Because can anyone else be honest like me? It's not automatic, okay? Sometimes it takes a moment, and to be fully candid, sometimes it's not even easy, okay? To, To be righteous and to be holy, it's just not easy. And so when I look what Paul is telling us here, what he's doing is he's letting know this, this kind of fundamental truth about Jesus, okay? And what is this fundamental truth? He's telling us that in order for me to put off the old self and in order to put on the new self, what I've got to do is I've got to evaluate. What am I wearing?
3: Mm-hmm. What am I
0: wearing? Uh, does anybody, um, honestly, does anybody when you get dressed how many of you go to the laundry hamper, honestly, and just pull out, oh, thank you, thank you, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you pull out something that you've previously worn, okay. Even if it's dirty, <laughs> even if it's smelly, Oh, e- no, okay. So at least you check it out, right? But brats, you've got no issue, okay. Even if it's torn up, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. But okay. You, but you have no problem saying, yeah, let me just go to the dirty clothes pile and put that out, yeah. Thank you. Okay, because we're gonna use Brock's image here for just a moment in terms of what it looks like every time I put on the old nature, every time I put on the sinful nature, every time I get dressed, in my past self, I'm going to the dirty clothes pile, if you yeah. will, and I'm pulling out the most stinkiest, oldest, nastiest, <laughs> torn up piece of clothes I can find, and I'm putting it back on again. Something covered in vomit. Let's just put it, let's call it what it is, right? Okay. And that's what scripture says, right? Scripture talks about how a man returns to a, how a dog returns to his vomit, a fool returns to his folly. So I'm, I'm returning to something that smells terrible. That is, that is just. It's old and it's nasty and I'm putting it back on. I just wanted to get that visualization next time you decide to go back to your sinful nature <laughs> and that's what's happened. I'm putting on something that is disgusting and it's okay and, and, and why do we do that? Why do, we, why, why do you do that Brock in terms of on a,
7: on a um, personal level? Well, for work okay. I have like, I'm a painter so I have like a uniform that I wear and so sometimes like You can I get away with it. I wear all white, and so sometimes my stuff gets dirty. All my white stuff gets dirty, and so I'm like, oh, shoot, I wake up in the morning, and I have to put something on. Okay, so why not just what I wore yesterday
0: or what I wore a couple days ago? Right. How often do you do laundry? Uh, Not often enough? Okay, I'm not here to condemn. I'm I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Okay, okay. I'm just asking. Okay, because, Brock, let me ask you this. How does it feel then... To wake up and have some clean, fresh, oh, brand new clothes so nice. laid out. Right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and you even look better when you put on something that is clean and holy. Not, not in the yeah—not in the you know, ripped sense, but in the righteous sense. This is the imagery I think that Paul is trying to get us to begin to see in terms of putting Christ on. There's something about, like you were saying, I mean, something about putting on the best makes me feel the best. Something about putting on Christ. on Not just Sundays. Come on, somebody. But learning to put on Christ every day. Put him on every day. Something about the way I think and the way I act and the way I feel. And Pastor Oak will tell you on days when I'm not wearing Jesus. She will tell you. Pastor's attitude stinks. Okay? His, come on, tell a pastor. I need a witness here. Okay? She can tell I, you got the old cell phone. Okay. It, 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 it's, I send them scriptures
1: she does. It. She sent me
0: scriptures to remind me of the word. And I'm just like I'm that kind of person I'm like,
1: Urgh.
0: she's right. Okay?
3: <laughs>
0: I gotta put Christ on. Okay, and, and I get it because I, I I realize Jamin stinks. Just okay? mm-hmm. call it. Okay? Wearing Jamin stinks, wearing Jamin's attitude stinks. Wearing the nature of Christ. The attitude of Christ, the mindset of Christ. That's how I, I give off that, that heavenly fragrance, yeah, mm-hmm. if you will. Let me, I'm sorry, I've got to dig into this. I don't need to drag this out. Um, can I, let me just ask you just real quick, um, if anyone's willing to kind of put this forward. Maybe you're, maybe you're not like Brock and you're not pulling out old uh-huh. clothes, but um, <laughs> could somebody maybe give me, give me an example uh, of, at a different time in your walk with God, right, where there was something old and dirty you put back on uh, in your walk with Christ. Michael, go ahead, sir. Smoke the weed and
6: do a cocaine. Weed and
0: cocaine, even though you were coming to church. Still putting on yeah, that old nature. You guys know it was hot. Yes, sir.
6: Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can't hide it. I love the red. Probably smell like it. And, you know, but no one ever judged me or, or said anything to condemn me. So. Even worse, was they kept loving on me. It <laughs> feels worse. It's like, man. <clears throat> but if, if you don't think you're doing wrong, then obviously you just know. Yeah. Feeling of I'm, I'm okay, but I was. I was like, man, why on doing it?
0: Wow. Thank you for your honesty, sir. Anyone else going to be candid like Michael and just say, hey, I was coming to church, and this is still what I was putting on. It's okay.
8: I'm. We're not here to condemn. For okay. Me, it, it was my my uh, explosions of anger. Um, I didn't share a whole lot. Kind of still don't, but you
5: know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. But I keep on asking him until he answers.
8: Even if he's angry. No, <laughs> so she does. Yeah. You know, and sometimes that would that would be like the catalyst. Like I would, I would be like, I'm done. I no won't talk about it. She'd keep asking because she knows. And like she always says, "It's better out than in." Yeah. And um, thank you, Shrek. Amen. And then uh, <laughs> I would end up, you know, just exploding and like there'd be mm-hmm. holes in the walls all over the apartment. Which you know, just say something about it. So, um, but yeah, it was just always that's how I was mm. growing up. So and you know coming to Christ and then having that be removed you know or, or being away from it and then going back to those moments where it would come back never felt good like back when I was younger just it felt right I had a right to be angry sure you know um but like doing it now after knowing and coming to. Him, Yes, it, it never felt right. It always felt out of place, which would sometimes even make me angrier. But right. I, I even gave to it. But
0: you know, you're I putting on the old stinky clothes, right? And you yeah, could smell like this doesn't smell right. See, and, and, and
8: so that's that's part of what I we were just talking about this yesterday. Like so, we're covered in Christ. Yes, and dying to self. Yes. But the old you is just under the surface. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yep. Um and I don't want to skip ahead, but yeah, yeah. chapter in verse 30, it, it says that that God, the Holy Spirit, has sealed you in Christ. Yeah. Yes. Till till the full salvation comes. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of it. You are so like it's a it's a nice good veil, like Christ has covered you. You're covered in Him, His yeah. blood, His protection. But it is this thin as you want to let it be um so well said so it's very easy for if somebody's paying attention to one day see jesus and to suddenly start seeing you through that shroud of jesus yeah. and be like i don't recognize this version of you you know because it, it's just right there it's not going away until he comes back um so yeah that's the idea of, thank you for the time but you're saying,
0: the idea of Galatians 5, we talked about this about three weeks ago, is the crucifixion of my flesh. My flesh is a continuous thing because mm-hmm. crucifixion is one of the, the longest ways to die. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we're not using, he doesn't say kill the flesh, he says crucify mm-hmm. Meaning that sometimes it's a long, slow it's a death. It is, it's a process. And we. And I, 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 I say that because while I don't ever justify sin, I want to see people out of sin, mm-hmm. I'd much rather see people keep coming to church and struggling like Michael did and, and, and as opposed to just saying, I give up. I can't do this. No, keep struggling. Keep fighting the good fight because eventually you're going to get to that place where you are able to crucify the flesh completely yeah. and live under Christ. So, yes, ma'am.
1: There's some comments online. Yes. Uh, Kita said uh, something that she could put on is
0: having an attitude or a potty mouth. Oh, a potty mouth. Hey, thank you, Miss uh, We'll get to that in just a moment too, Keita Thank you for that. Uh, Amen. Mariah <laughs> said old
1: thoughts. She used to put on old thoughts. Uh-huh.
0: Absolutely. Uh, That's easy to do for any of us. Old thoughts, old mindsets. Uh, Melanie yep. said, "Having a
1: mindset of revenge against
0: those who hurt me." Woo! Thank you, Miss Melanie. That is—that's is real honesty right there. Wanting to get revenge. Anybody else honest enough to say it, it, it? ruminates. I don't act on it always, but it's there. <laughs> I have to remind myself always that God gets revenge better than I ever could. I have to remind myself that sometimes. So, anything else? Thank you, Pastor. Oak. Okay. Um, thank you, Tommy. So as, as we're kind of looking at this, this idea of what are some of those old things that still try to spring up, yeah, that, that I can see the dirty laundry over there I used to wear and the tendency to still want to race for it and put it back on. It, it is prevalent in all of us, and this is why Paul has to say, okay, this is why we have to continuously put off the old self Can someone read me again verse 21 again? Read me verse 21 again. I don't care who. 21.
7: Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from Him, Yes. Keep going. Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life. Keep going. Corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit review your thoughts and attitudes. All
0: right. Give me, what was that, 23? Yeah. Give me 24.
7: But on your new nature. There it is. Created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. There we go. That's the
0: new clothes I'm putting on. Okay. This new nature, the godly nature, the one that Adam and Eve wore before the fall. Because of Jesus, I'm able to put that back on, okay? I'm not clothed the same way Adam and Eve were. I'm clothed in Christ, okay? Who knows what they were clothed in, okay? Until they saw their nakedness, they were clothed in something, okay? But we know what we're clothed in. We are clothed in Christ, this new nature. So let's kind of talk about this just for a moment. When we talk about the daily life, okay, uh, what it means to put on the new self, the new nature on a daily basis, because that's what we're getting at. Not just Sundays, not just Wednesdays, okay? Uh, but on a daily basis, Basis. Paul gives us five things here, and really what he's showing us in these five things, it's how we, really how we relate to other believers in, in relationship with one another. And they're really, they're necessary. We need these five different things we're going to talk about here because it helps build up the body. And if you have read the first half of Ephesians 4, as we talked about three weeks ago, it's all about unity within the body. Mm-hmm. And so how do we keep that unity of the body? Well, let's talk about these, these five things. And I guess before we talk about these five things, can anyone just please tell me why it is so difficult for Christians to get along sometimes? Can anyone give me an idea? Why, why is it so hard for Christians to just get along sometimes? Please, yeah. yeah. Uh, I
6: think most of it is religion.
0: Okay, sure. Sure, religion? Absolutely. Yes, ma'am? No,
6: pride.
0: Pride, always. It always gets in the way.
6: Yes, ma'am? Comparing
0: themselves. Comparisons. comparisons. Absolutely. That's profound. Please, someone else. Why is it so hard for Christians to get along?
2: Sometimes we
0: just don't put ourselves in somebody else's shoes. Mm. We don't do what Jesus said, huh? Yeah, in terms of like, don't just go one mile, go two. Or put yourself in their shoes, like Ms. Vidi's saying. Mm-hmm. I always love the old adage that you put yourself in someone else's shoes, right? Is that how it works, right? You, you, how, how, walk a mile with somebody. How can you walk a mile unless you walk in someone else's shoes? I, is that it works? I'm trying to remember the, the, the verbiage yeah, for that. Something like that so. I was always told, you know, if you will know, you, you walk a mile in someone else's shoes, you'll be a mile away and have their shoes. But that's done,
3: I, I, I just,
0: Yeah, dun, 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 dad joke. The, the, idea, the idea is just simply, though, I can't relate to someone that I'm either comparing myself to or I'm too prideful to talk to, religion's gotten in the way, or I, I just don't know what they're going through. I think so many times with, with fellow Christians, we, we, we don't even stop to just think, maybe they've had a hell of a week. Okay, Maybe there, there's turmoil happening under the surface, and I just don't know what's going on. And, and so before we get so quick to judge fellow Christians, maybe just maybe we stop and just say, you okay? Everything good? I'm praying for you. And that's just, uh, that's just something to consider, I think, moving forward. Uh, because when we look at this, if we, it's hard for Christians to get along. What kind of impact does, does we know what kind of impact unity has on the body. What kind of impact does disunity have on the body? Any thoughts about that? Anybody come from a church background where there was just nothing but disunity in, in that church congregation? Please, sir. What kind of impact did that have on the church? I uh,
7: won't say the name of the church. Okay, sure. Um, but I, my parents and I, years ago, we went church hunting. Uh, this church we were at was kind of getting stagnant, or at least my parents felt that way. Um, we found this church, I had a great youth program. Okay. And my parents were like, well, if he wants to be a church, this is where we want to be, so he wants to be there. It was great, and when I got older, I got into high school. I started attending Impact when Pastor came to the Chapel. Well, the church I was at, the head pastor retired, and they brought on a new pastor. And the new pastor had this great vision of where he wanted the church to go, and like how he wanted to build it up, and all that type of thing. And uh, I think this was like a couple years before this happened, and then. Uh, nothing happened on it. Uh, he kept pushing for things to change, pushing for things to change, but the church elders refused to do anything with him to let him really have any say, and they ended up letting him go. Wow. Uh, just because they didn't necessarily agree with what they wanted, even though he was the head pastor of the church. Um, and the thing that's really interesting is that the majority of the congregation ended up beating Wow. when that happened. This and that, uh, Brock,
0: I've heard that time and time again with different churches. When you, when you, ever you start to let the the spirit of disunification kind of creep its head in. When it, I mean, we've all got our own mindsets, we all got our own desires and agendas. I get that, but when disunity begins to happen, it unravels everything. This is why Jesus taught us that. Uh, how can two walk together except they be in agreement? Or how can how can a house divided? How can it stand? How can a how can a, a nation divide? How can it stand? How can a a family, how can they stand? And this is ultimately what I think where Paul keeps trying to show us concerning unity within the church. How do we get there? How do we get to that place where we keep unity? Well, he's talking about putting on the new, on on the new nature, the Christ nature constantly. Part of the reason that I can look past your faults, past your mistakes, past your shortcomings, uh, is I put on the nature of Christ. I see you through the eyes of his forgiveness, his grace, his love. It helps so much in terms of, uh, of wanting to judge people. And trust me, I tend to know the worst about people. It's part of the job. <laughs> and and I could absolutely use that as my lens to constantly condemn people. What I have to do is I have to keep putting on the, the new nature, Christ's nature, so I can see them through his eyes and still believe in people, even after I know the worst about people. Aren't you thinking that God has to give up on us the way that humans yeah. give up on us? <laughs> and so that's part of putting on the new nature, says, ah, yes, I can look at you through God's love, through God's lens. Okay, so let's talk about these five things real quick. He says here, the first one is uh, he says, "Do not lie. Put away lying." Verse 25. Put away lying. This is how this is partly how I put on the uh, on the new nature. Okay, especially within the body of Christ. Speak the truth. Okay, uh, anyone ever struggled with telling the truth? Anyone ever been honest? Struggle with telling the truth? Okay, Miss VD, you're lying right now. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Struggle with telling the truth. For different reasons, right? I, I don't want you to have to disclose anything, but <laughs> was it like a, like a daily struggle? Was it just kind of like a personal struggle? Was it just small things? Was it just... I think
2: it's, I guess, with the hard things. It's hard to, like... I care for people, and sometimes it's hard to find a person that can handle what you're going through. Sure. Because you, know, you don't want to burden... It's more about care. Like, mm-hmm. It's not that I don't trust you. Sure. It's that... I I care for you. I don't want to burden you with what I carry or what I'm going through. And so it's not necessarily
6: always
0: a like I'm not telling you the truth. Sure. I'm just not disclosing everything. Yes, that happening. Okay. So, so again, Miss V is not a liar then. She's a <laughs> Yeah. I so but the struggle with telling actually, the truth. Yeah. I'm sorry. Please.
5: No, I think that actually is hit upon a lot with especially I don't I mean I guess because I'm a daughter of God and not a son, but us women we struggle with mm. that because we go through things and it is it is hard to You know, because, hey, I could tell you and I could tell you the truth. And then it's like, but you don't want to put somebody on the spot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yes, ma'am. Absolutely. And and
5: it's because I care about you, I don't want to. She just,
6: she hit it right.
0: So let's, 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 oh, please. Go ahead.
6: No, no, honestly, but um, my problem is that I don't mind saying anything. And sometimes it comes off like, hey, man, like too hard. Sure. But it is because I love you too. Like, I don't want to see you go to hell. You know? That's
0: like, right. You know? The balance of truth in love, like Paul yeah. taught us in terms of how we speak to one another. I guess I want to unpack this for a moment because I appreciate you saying this, ladies. Because really when we think about it, think about it like this, what are the, I guess, the the negative impacts upon the body of Christ when we aren't being truthful? And I don't mean harsh truth always. Sometimes it's necessary. I get that. But, but what is the negative impact on the body of Christ when we know someone's struggling or we're struggling and we're just not being truthful about it?
8: So I, would, the... I would say it would be um, the, uh, the communication and honesty. The, uh, the thought that comes, or the, the, the example that comes to my mind is the uh, genocide in Rwanda. Hmm. Um, they have... Like they said, you can't go to the country without finding a single person who hasn't grieved a loss. Wow. Um, Even to this day, for how many people died there. But they are now, have healed a lot, and are still in the process of healing, but they're still now at least one nation, and that's because they got extremely honest with one another. Yeah. as, As an entire community, as an entire country. They got honest and told the truth about what happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did this to you, and we apologize. Um, and then that allowed healing to start and begin. And yes, you did this to us, and we're angry. Yeah. You know. And um, mm-hmm. and because of that, they're now in a better place. So I would say that that not being able to have the freedom to speak the truth and be honest will stop you from actually healing and and, and growing um, and becoming a better, strong body like we're supposed to be. Amen. Well said.
1: I was just going to say pretty much the same thing. It delays the freedom. It delays the healing. And we're not honest. When we're seeing a person in Christ struggling and we're not willing to confront them or to help them or ourselves are struggling and we're not willing to be honest, it's just a delay. You're just delaying the inevitable. You're delaying... I'm saying that well, you're delaying the
6: the healing process, the freedom. The the sooner we can all be just honest about it, the sooner we can have freedom and, and we can move on and things mm-hmm. can Yes, sir. Um, you know, uh, I sometimes I wait, and maybe I might I it might be the wrong thing to do. Like, to feel like, like got. Do I say something to him or like, is it my, my place? Cause like from my early years, you know, just like I was a hammer, you know, not not I don't want to say self righteous, but it was just amazing to know that God forgave me for everything that I've done. Sure and to speak about it. But yeah, like sometimes uh, if the Holy Spirit reveals, because I mean, he will, Holy Spirit will reveal something, like reveal something to me, how at Mike, go going through this, and, and specifically, and or someone with hey, take us I, I, like, I out, I know you're smoking, I know you're doing cocaine. Yeah. And, but I mean, he, he revealed that to the person because they know that person is going to holler at you and, and you're going to accept it. Yes, you know. Whatever the struggle is, you know, the Holy Spirit's the biggest trick of the mouth,
0: so you don't have to tell on you. Uh, <laughs> he's, the, he's the spirit of truth, I what think, Jesus I mean, tells us, right? The, yeah. Yeah.
6: Nothing on the darkness that can't be revealed. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. So, I
0: think that's yeah. what you just said right there's so, so spot on. Uh, we all need to remember that anything done in darkness will be revealed mm-hmm. by the light. Mm-hmm. Jesus said that. We can't get away from that. And so if we are struggling, if there are some things under the surface, there are uh, Things happening that were just like, I hope no one ever finds out. God already knows, A. And B, if you keep living in darkness, eventually the light is going to hit it because God loves you so much he doesn't want to leave you in darkness. And so he He purposely will expose that darkness so you can't act like it didn't happen and continue to lie about it. And 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 sometimes it, it hurts, right? Especially if you've been in the dark for so long and then you turn the lights on, like, oh, that hurts so much. But we need to live in the light. Yeah, The only way I can walk in the light is to, is to leave He's it not. on. and, and live in it and so this is what it really comes down to this idea of what kind of negative impact is and thank you for what we said in terms of lying to the body I guess I want to ask it like this on the flip side of that is it ever justifiable to lie is it ever justifiable to lie I'm curious I'm just asking okay
6: can like you say Tickets, see? to your kids, we'll see, but you know in your mind? Come on, Jess, speak on it. Speak on it. We, we, we talked about that. I was like, I don't feel like we should lie to them. I mean, like, you know what? If it is, it is. If it's not, it's not. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we're telling them it's not good to lie. And right. Like, you know? Yeah. start putting chili in their mouth when they start lying. You know? Yeah, okay, okay.
0: So, <laughs> Uh, a- absolutely so no is no let your yes be yes and your no be no the scriptures still hold true I guess can anybody think of a biblical example where they, they lied and got away with it and it actually was helpful yes yeah. yes ma'am
2: um, oh, maybe. Jericho yes thank you oh! yes that's exactly what I was
0: thinking please go ahead speak on it
2: yeah. no, well, uh, the... Rahab Rahab she lied
0: that she had not seen the spies and the spies oh. were in the roof of her home oh, no. is it ever justifiable to lie I wonder
2: <laughs>
8: To save lives. Okay. Uh, see. I, I, I kind of don't count the Old Testament. But... <laughs> <laughs> he's not discounting. He's
3: not discounting. Not discounting.
8: Not discounting. But, like, but like, but like, they all did dirt. Yeah. I still said they was righteous. Yeah. Look at David. Hey, <laughs> look at David. Exactly. he said that was righteous. Thank you. What?
0: Abraham. What? Exactly.
6: <laughs> We're reading
0: like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, So I'm putting like this because we had the spirit of truth within us. Yeah. So while I don't believe the Holy Spirit is going to lead us to lie, what if we get in a situation like Rahab, where it's it's for the saving of lives? It, I w- I'll do whatever it takes then, mm-hmm. ultimately in, in those kind of situations. And and thank God for grace. Lord, forgive me later. Yeah. Okay? But the problem with that is when do we start justifying you know white lies, little lies? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Maybe maybe later we'll, we'll take you to McDonald's. Now, I'm, I have no intention of taking you to McDonald's tonight. I get that, okay? And so, if we're trying to teach our children not to lie, they need to see from us. Okay? There, there's always a level of honesty that comes from... Yes, ma'am. Oh, we got something good. That's um, what I was laughing over there. Uh,
1: Lucille said, I tell the kids maybe when the reality
0: is a no.
1: Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. What um, about...
0: What about if your wife asks you, honey, does this look good? Come on, uh, son.
6: Come on. So, t- t-
0: t- t- Go and tell the truth about me. H- how do I respond if you ask me?
1: You always say, I look good. Yeah, that's true. Even if he doesn't even like, up, he's like, you look great. And I'm
6: just like, you haven't even looked. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. You don't know. Yeah. I think about my mind, I'm like, you know.
0: So, uh, to that point, Ms. DeNet, before i go on the stage sometimes when i used to be backstage i always have michael check my nose i'm like before i walk out there check my nose bro okay got any bats in the cave i'm gonna ask you, okay because don't lie to me and tell me are you clean you good and then i'm out there and you guys can't even hear what i'm saying because there's something dangling i have no idea All right so it's just like okay so so i, I think Mr. Ned, to your point i think we do need to be honest okay even if your wife doesn't like it okay in the end just be like Honey, try again. Yeah, try again. And hurry up, we're late. Right, let's go. It's been two hours. Let's go. We gotta, we gotta We gotta go. We gotta go. Okay, continuing on. So Paul's telling us all to be what we need to put on if we're gonna on a daily basis, put on truth. That's the yes. biggest thing, okay? When you open up your mouth, you're gonna speak, just speak truth. Truth. That's what we're talking about. Second thing he exhorts us to do is in our in our anger. Okay, this is again this is kind of our our model here, Michael and I, and Tommy in his past. Um, in in our anger, in our anger. Notice he does not say we shouldn't be angry. He says in the anger, do not sin. What I've learned about anger is that really is it's a tool. Okay, because uh, God knows how to use His anger in a in a righteous way. Jesus knew how to use His anger mm-hmm. in a righteous way. You don't make a whip and flip over tables uh, just outside of the, the, in the temple courtyard, okay, uh, right outside of church, right, if if you don't have some kind of justifiable yeah. righteous anger happening within you. So, let's real quick, let's just talk about a couple, I already gave you a righteous anger. Anyone got any examples for me, maybe a biblical examples or personal examples of righteous anger versus human anger or, or sinful anger? Anyone got any, any I, talk? please, you
6: let's say. Somebody uh, cussing and screaming at my wife. So do that. Yeah, yes, sir. They don't do that. They don't do that because
0: there's a part the car, of you. jump yeah, okay. out the car. And yeah. Did you display righteous anger at that point or sinful anger at that point?
6: No. no I, Be no, honest. I don't want to make it seem like that. I'm sorry. Like, we we're, were into like a little fender bender type thing. It was, you know, there was already some anger there. and my wife was like, "Stop!" and he was like, started cussing. And I was like, "Whoa!" I pulled up and I got out and I was, like, listen, Dude, you don't ever talk to me Like, was, you know, I said, but like, it was like a lot of self-control. Thank you, Jesus. That like, I instead of so, like, come on, Tommy. You know, back in the day, we we're not even talking. It's sorry. You already know what time it is, man. So, but I think I was, I was fine with it. I was just about with it. I'll we'll talk to my wife like that. Amen. Amen. The righteous anger that came
0: outside. Amen, sir. Amen. You yeah, to oh, to speed way. Really? away. My wife. I Any
6: of them, my sisters here? Like, you know, if I see that happening, it I agree. I got it. Yeah. Um, this
5: was years ago and uh tom came home he went to the walmart in batavia and he was saying that like their laws prevention kept you know staring and watching them and everything like that Ooh. he was just trying to find the right part to the car so i called up walmart,
6: Shop walmart and walmart. i said
5: that is really unfair like do not racially profile my husband, amen. Sister. And, I, oh, and yeah. so, yeah, I let them know.
0: Did you don't do that? Amen. The uh, justification to that, answer. Did you uh, uh, the question was, did you swear? No,
5: amen. <laughs> I, I did
0: swear, but I
5: did speak very firmly and very,
0: <laughs> yes, ma'am. Pass on, please. Um,
1: some comments online. Uh, Mariah said, "When someone disrespects God in front of me, or when I see videos of disrespect towards
0: Him." Mm, why um, not? Righteous okay. anger. That is right. Amen. Uh,
1: Paul said, "Righteous anger to save lives." Pastor knows.
0: Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, amen. Paul's awesome in that way. Uh, and then I love um, when Paul gets righteously angry. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's it. Any other thoughts about that, or just anything? Please. I was just
4: gonna say, um, one of our daughters had like a night terror situation that felt really like Mm. spiritual warfare almost and I was so mad just because like this is a house of God. This is a house that the blood is on our door, you know, and nothing is gonna come in this home, especially again and like to try to torment my children. Yeah. And so we prayed with authority and you know, but I was not (laughs)
0: Happy. <laughs> I, I love oh, the guess when Christians take the tool, anger, and they aim it in a righteous way. Yeah. I love it. Because okay. it always hits the target when you aim it in a righteous way. If you're gonna it's okay to be angry. Just don't hit the people you love. Okay. Don't 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 hit the wrong person. Hit the enemy. Okay. That's that's the idea, of this concept here is, is in my anger, sin not. Because what happens if i if I'm not careful, I get controlled by my anger. And now, what happens is what Paul says is now I basically become a puppet of the enemy because I've allowed a foothold, and that foothold could eventually become a stronghold in my life. And so, I'm, I'm not trying to poo-poo on anyone's anger. We we need it at time to time. We do. We we need it. What I'm simply saying is, is if you don't aim it at the enemy, you're going to end up hitting someone you love, or or uh, you know it's 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 like Michael can bear witness to this. Game bangers, you just don't know how to fire a gun. You're aiming at you claim to be aiming at a target, and you're hitting innocent bystanders because you don't you don't know how to aim the weapon in your hand. You don't even understand how it works. This is why, in our anger, sin not. So I don't want to focus on on this too long. I just want to encourage everybody that there are those times you ever had that righteous kind of anger. Absolutely, Um, but be careful because most of the time it's not righteous anger. Most of the time it's just self-centered anger. Right? Hello. Okay, it's just that it's just that I am upset or, I, or I'm hurt or or I, I don't like the way that felt or I or how that's going and or I don't like the pastor's preaching right now. Okay, that's not righteous anger, right? Okay. typically I'm going to stay in the Bible. So you're you're mad at this book, not mad at me, right? Amen, amen. I recognize that. So all right, so so again, two things. We we put on truth in our anger. Put on righteousness. Okay, I'm going to be angry, but I'm still going to be righteous about it. Third thing he tells us is this. He tells us to basically stop stealing. Stop being thieves. Work hard. Okay? Um, And then he applies that even to our giving. So, those of you who who come to Impact Church, you know how this works. I I believe in tithes. I believe in the offerings. I believe in those things. I practice those things. And I see the blessings that come from that. Just like, for those of you who may or may not believe that, you, you see the lack thereof from robbing God of what's his. Okay? And so, we're still... Theft is still happening in the house of God. Again, this isn't addressed to sinners. This is addressed to Christians. Stop stealing, okay? Uh, stop taking from God what belongs to God. Or, 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 or maybe just maybe those of us who maybe we don't necessarily steal, but we have a habit of taking, okay? Because the idea is simply work with your hands so you can become a giver. Okay, that, that's what he's, what he's getting at. Part of my old nature is to me, 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 mine, mine, mine. I need, I need, I have, I, have, I have needs, I have wants. And so we're always looking to take. Paul is simply telling us here to put on Christ or this his new self basically means I start to become more like God. I become a giver. Because uh, that's who God is. He is a giver. And he wants me to be a giver as well. I don't really need to, to belabor this too long, but uh, anybody, um, does anyone, I guess maybe, do you see your own personal labor? The job you have, you might love it, you might hate it. But do you see that as, as God setting you up in a place to where you are not only receiving income for your family, but he's setting you up to receive income so you can be a blessing to others. Anybody got any thoughts on that? You want to speak to that, sir? Uh, yeah,
8: so yeah, that, that, that's our exact situation, right? Um, when we first got married, like, I was jobless. Um, first three months after my first daughter was born, no job at all whatsoever. And bouncing around from job to job, not being able to pay rent and uh, things like that, but God has always seen a way for it to take place and for it to happen. And to come from that and to now be in the position that I'm in now, where, yes, I'm the only one working, but my single income is sustaining us, and it also allows us the opportunity to be generous when we can. Yes, sir. Um, And so it's it's a blessing to do that and, and to understand that, it all came from him in the first place amen. And so all i'm doing is being a, or we're doing is being a good <laughs> steward over it amen. um and, and doing with his what he would want us to do amen. because it's not ours. great yes, amen
7: amen any other thoughts on that any anybody else yeah please um so before Ken and i moved back up here we were living down in urban a, and we were really fortunate really blessed we were living in Mary housing at our school which is very cheap rent, it's like 790 bucks a month, and that includes everything. But um, she was a full-time student, I was working, and I was making basically like 15 dollars an hour. And then it switched to me being a full-time student, her working basically part-time, making like 14, 13, <laughs> 15 an hour. And there's no way that we, like even if that was that little amount of rent, like we couldn't do it. Um, and but we still every week we would tithe and we would give God what was His, and yeah. every single month we were able to make work. Say it one more time,
0: sir. Say it one more time. Every single, single month. month. Yeah. Okay. Woo! Because God keeps His word. Yes. Amen, sir. And now God's made it so that you both are back this way, living back this way, working full time, yep. both even, and still giving. This is this is you've taken on the nature of Christ, you've put on Christ. That's what this is about. I'm sorry. Did you want to add to that testimony? A, yeah, so
4: I just had like a testimony yeah, please. Thing, yeah um, please. where I was uh, fired from a job where I was doing management, um, and I just felt like it was not fair. Why was I? T- I was. I felt like I was one of the greatest managers, and I always included everyone. <laughs> I wanted to help everyone and make it the dream team, you know? Um, so I just felt so great about myself, how to, to they? And so I heard, uh, and I had just recently become a Christian, and I heard the Lord tell me, you need to fast. So I started fasting, and I said, God, uh, at the end of my fast, you will let me know where I need to work. At the end of that fast, they called me where I now work. Um, and I'm doing much, much more with the money that I had, I had to uh, take in my sister's kids. I became a foster parent of like eight kids, um, plus mine. So there was like 11 kids at the
0: house. You had a daycare, basically. And yeah. It was wow. just, I was struggling. I had like two, three jobs.
4: I wasn't able to help. I was taking care of my mom as well. Um, and this job... Alone, just this one. I don't have to um, go to sleep uh, tired. Um, I'm fine. I have a great team that is always helping me when I'm struggling, um, when I don't understand something. Because you know, I felt like I knew everything, and and unfortunately, I don't. (laughs) So you know, and and I just let myself not be selfish and, and just you know and just be able to help. Um, and just, you know, the same way that I, I ended up at Impact through fasting and through hearing, uh, what the Lord is. allowing Amen. me to do. God not. is yeah. good,
0: y'all. God is good. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Woo! All right. Any other thoughts about that before we move on? I know typically we start to talk about money. People want to kind of like, yeah, move on. But, uh, <laughs> yes, ma'am, please. Um, I was going to say to me, like, when I started, like, uh, like, faithfully,
4: like, tithing and stuff, um. I noticed that, like, my tithes would get bigger each time and stuff. And, like, every time I tied like, then i started start, like, a lot more because the Lord kept, like, blessing me. And, like, this summer I was, like, I asked God to help me feel, like, a better period of my money. And, like, I always think I know what God's going to do. And so I, I initially thought that, like, I was gonna lose a lot of money and then like, i was gonna have to learn how to use that but it's still, like god blessed me like and it still continues like come on blessing me financially and like teaching me how to like steward my money and like Crazy. how to
0: be able to like bless others with my money or like, wow. like so really cool. oh god is good y'all yeah. amen amen wow. and, and see that not you're hitting on the head that's the whole idea behind having income is to be a blessing to someone else i see a need i can help me to eat. That's just how it goes. Pastor Beto would always tell us, still to this day, still tells us that he would tithe not on what he made, he tied on what he wanted to make, and then God would make that happen. Okay? Because you can't outgive God. That's how it works. Okay? So so stop stealing. Okay? <laughs> give God with God. Okay? So God can give you what only He can give you. That's the point we're trying to make here. So, I mean, I'm sorry, Pastor. Yeah, else? Everybody on my with
1: you.
0: Man, they better be givers. Come on, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's what this is all about, okay? At the end of the day, you can't take any of it with you to heaven anyway. You wouldn't want to. The, the streets are made of gold, y'all. So <laughs> what, what, what do I need this stuff for anyway? I'm not saying not to, to save. I'm not saying not, not to plant. I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying God has blessed you so that you can be a blessing. Amen. That's the point, okay? So, all right. Pastor, we got our clock. That means I've got to hurry along here. Two, two more things, okay? So we put on Christ. We talked about we put on Christ by speaking truth. By in our anger, we we make sure that we're so righteous in our anger. By working hard, no longer stealing, we can make sure that we're giving these last two here real quick. Edifying with our words, okay. So we said with no unwholesome talk, no abusive talk, none of that that foul language. Uh, somebody tell me what what are we talking about here? What's the unwholesome talk we're talking about? Yes, ma'am. So like basically
4: saying bad words or words that would just bring the person down. Yes. So to me. Um, I always thought well I don't say any more bad words so I'm a good Christian mm-hmm. but the intention of mm-hmm. hurting someone was Ooh. there inside and it was Ow. just like well some people should learn you know? <laughs> and uh, it, that kind of speech so even though I was not verbally saying those foul words I was hurting
6: someone yes. wow. just and right. that intention
4: for me to just
6: Hey it. Just, just like uh, that's when I commit murder. That that didn't be I mean yeah, physically but also with good words. Yes sir.
0: Be. Yes sir. I mean yeah destroying someone's whole character, feelings <laughs> with with work. Any uh, married couples want to speak to this at all for just a moment? Okay, this this idea of of of, of wholesome language, right? Uh, unwholesome communication, foul language coming out of our our mouths. I, I can say this in the twenty-two years that we've been married. We've had some we've had some heated, heated, uh, boom boom.
3: <laughs> but, but, Pastor,
0: you can please verify, please verify. Okay, full disclosure, full disclosure. Have I ever sworn at you? Okay. Have I ever called you uh, the b word, or have I ever called you out of your name? Okay, no. in terms of like, I mean, I've, I've thought some things in my head, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, but but out of my mouth, I've tried. To, I've always tried to guard my 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 mouth. Okay, in terms of what I say to her, and I would tell us that any any lady in our in our ministry, or if I get a chance, to minister, do not let your man, even if he ain't swearing to you. You don't want him talk to you like that. Right. You're the daughter of the Most High God. Okay, and. Yeah. Like, uh, on the flip side of that, that's a man of God. Don't be speaking down to him. How, how can he lead when you keep verbally beating him down? What are we doing here? And so it's this idea of edifying with our words. Because if I am not looking to build up, I think it's how the NIV and maybe King James of the Virgin say, if I'm not building up, right, is that how it is being? Mine
2: says, let no corrupt people
0: corrupt communication it's 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 corrupting my 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 belief about myself it's it's corrupting uh, my my even my godly nature Uh, that that foul language why because there's so much power in our tongue Mm -hmm. okay the power of life and death is in our tongue so if we want to grow in our new this christ-like nature you know we have to discipline Ah. (laughs) Sorry. this thing right here we have to learn to discipline the tongue james chapter three says it's it's a it's a fire Right? It, it, it can set things ablaze. It can be so destructive. I'm sorry, that Would you want to add to that?
1: Yeah, I was going to add. Just unwholesome. I think that also that's, when we say things that go against the word of God, I think that's unwholesome as like, well. We're constantly correcting our kids when they're like saying things about each other or about themselves when they like speak down or like, I'm dumb. Yep. No, you're not. You know, and so I think that's unwholesome talk as well when we say things that go against God's word and who God says we
0: are. Can you say it one more time? That's what. Because that, that's so good. I just want to make sure it's loud enough so everyone can pick up what you're saying. <laughs> say it again. I
1: think it's unwholesome talk when we say things that go against God's word. Unwholesome,
0: or, corrupting. Yes. Foul. Damaging. Yes. Yep. It
1: absolutely, it's damaging, and it's it's and the, Things that go against who
0: God says we are. So when, for instance, when somebody says, "I'm I'm stupid, I'm worthless, I'm, I'm no good," yeah. st- stop.
1: Yeah.
0: No, don't 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 speak that way yeah. over yourself, over over the image of God. Yeah. Don't, don't do that over the, of the likeness of God. Amen. I, I have a child who shall go unnamed that we are trying constantly trying to teach this child I'm going to make sure I, so I don't give away the pronoun okay because there's only one of two God created only, only only male and female that's all he created okay to make we're sort of clear biblically alright so amen amen so word of God so I have a child who should go unnamed that when this child says certain things I find I constantly find myself telling this child think before you speak use this before you use this who is this so we can pray for that? <laughs>
5: <laughs> to, 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 Pray
0: for all four of my children. How's that? <laughs> Pray for them
6: all.
0: Oh, to, to uh, all right. the, my uh, point is uh, to be this. When Paul tells us this, he says, I'm putting on this new nature, okay, this new nature of Christ. What I have to do is I have to think first. Is what I'm about to say going to build somebody up? Yeah. Is what I'm about to say going to edify somebody? Is what I'm about to say going to get me in, in in grounded? Okay, right? think it's Yes, ma'am.
5: David Lacy is also. Hey, the dude! How are you, sir? And he actually said even um, unwholesome, unwholesome talk is also includes gossip. Amen.
0: Woo! Well, amen. Like, like Michael tried to get it to do right now, but we wouldn't let him do it. Okay, we stopped <laughs> it. We're not. We're not about the guy. The idea of of, hey, let's pray for sister so-and-so because what's going on in her life. What? I had no idea. You, you gossip? Thanks a lot, okay? Uh, we we'd absolutely, hey, let's pray for sister so-and-so and you don't need to know what's going on in her life. That's why I will tell you, pray for, for all of my children, okay? Uh, and and uh, especially that one child, pray for my children, okay? And, 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 and in the end, yes. Because what what's the point of speaking if I'm not building up? What well, What's the point of it as a Christian, okay? What's the point of it? You all have probably had those bosses or teachers or family members everything that comes out of their mouth is so negative and destructive you just I can't handle being around those people as soon as they talk I zoom about I walk away why because the idea of, of being a Christian here is making sure that as I put on Christ I'm making sure that he, I put Christ on my on my words as well on my tongue as well because he is the word made flesh. My mom always used to tell me about like this Tommy. told you to tell me that if you don't have anything nice to say,
1: I say that don't
0: say nothing at all. Okay? No, no it's bad grammar. That's but... why well, I'm so quiet. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I got nothing nice to say. Okay, slow to nice speak. speak. Slow to speak. My, Michael please quote me that verse from, from uh James 119, sir. How's it work? is it 119 quiet.
6: right? How's it going, Justin? Hey, slow please. to speak.
0: Slow to speak. Slow, slow, slow to, to anger. anger. Hey, quick, quick, quick to listen. Woo! I, 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 that was 119. Jays, 119. That was, that's about like your bathroom mirror, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sister
1: Nancy said it. She can't even imagine, I can't even imagine pastors, you both raising your voice to each other. It's not usually me, but Sister Nancy.
0: No. I'm, <laughs> I'm loud. I'm loud. Yeah, I, I am. But, is, but all the beckers are loud. Yeah, we are. All
1: we we are. the beckers and
0: are loud. Just loud, obnoxiously loud. Huh? No, but yes.
1: he's, not, yeah. he's not bad at all.
0: I know, I, there's a part of me though, y'all. I'm not gonna. I'm, see, I, I gotta be honest, right? There's a part of me that wants to rise up sometimes, and because because I believe in righteousness, and I'm almost always right. Come on, somebody, right? so I just have, almost always right, right, almost always. But I am also humble enough when I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. That was wrong. I own it because I'm always trying to teach my children that yeah. own it. You did it. Yeah. Don't lie about it. Own it. You said it. You did it. Own it. Absolutely. Let's get it right. Let's make it right. Okay, I'm sorry. Last thing, because I we gotta wrap this bad boy up. So we're edifying. We're, we're you can use use edifying words, words that build up. That's how I'm putting on the, the nature of Christ daily. the last thing, he tells us this. He tells us to be kind. He says to be forgiving. Is that verse thirty one? Right, Is it thirty one, thirty two? Thirty one. Yeah. BD, yeah, th- read, uh, read me thirty, thirty one, thirty two, real quick, please. Okay,
2: and it says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit oh, of God. Do not
0: grieve the Holy Spirit of God. No. We're not talking about just upsetting him. Mm-hmm. We're talking about grieving him, like to the point where just, he, he's just, he's so deeply yeah. wounded by, by what we're doing. Do, please keep going. Okay.
2: Um, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you.
0: Okay, let's pause it. I'm sorry, I'm gonna pause right there. Okay, we've got bitterness, wrath, Anger, which sometimes feels like the one and the same, sometimes, right? Uh, slander, malice. Uh, anybody want to be honest and tell me which one you struggle with the most? Anybody Anybody got, got one today? can Just be honest say I, I struggle with this one a little bit. Any, anybody at all? Please, sir. Anger, for sure. A- anger? Yeah. You seem so pleasant and calm. Okay, all right. Anyone else? Anyone still dealing with any kind of malice at all? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know we typically, uh, we, we deal with this word too often, um, but it's that intention. It's the intention of evil, yes man. Bitterness. That's Bitterness. Well, let's be true. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, if someone does something to me, I'll just, just not talk to them anymore and, and they'll try to talk to me again and to deal with it. Um, and it's been really hard. I get it. Uh, to talk to people sometimes. My... And I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs>
0: To put on kindness, put on forgiveness. Put these things on. This is the new nature that you have. I, I get it. Please not I'm I'm not here to condemn. I, I understand. Trust me, I, I, I know what it is to to give of myself constantly to people and, and, and to get nothing but sometimes knives in the back afterwards. I get it.
5: It's like, like what Dr. Brown even said on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and what the word of God actually yes. says. You know, to pray for your enemies, to
0: love your enemies and how hard that that is. Amen. So are we grieving the Spirit of God when we continue to operate in bitterness and wrath, anger, clamor, slander, malice? Are, are, are we grieving the Spirit of the Most High God when, when these things happen? And, and again, this is why I think Paul is, is telling us, okay, instead of being bitter, instead of being wrathful and angry and instead of clamoring and slandering and, and malice, Go to Ruby 31 and 32.
2: Uh-huh. Um, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with not all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you.
0: There it is. Okay, there it is. How in the world, if we were to go back and read the first part of Ephesians 4, how in the world do we keep or maintain the unity of the Spirit of God? How do we do that? How do we avoid grieving the Holy Spirit? It's by checking these things when we recognize them in our own hearts. Dang, there's that, there's that bitterness, there's that anger, there's that clamor, there's that slander. There's, I, wanna, I wanna act on it now. I, I, wanna, I wanna speak out against the people who have done me wrong. I want other people to know yep. how I've been treated. I, 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 want, I, I want some level of redemption, if you will. I, 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 can, I can feel that in my heart. And so how do I remove that? by putting on this thing called forgiveness. Yeah. It, this It almost seems like, is it really, it's almost too simple, right? It's almost too easy. Forgiveness does that. Yeah. Forgiveness removes the, the bitterness and, and the and the anger and the wrath and, and the clamor. Uh, Brock, you said you deal with anger sometimes. Is it just like, just springs by you of I mean, nowhere or is there usually a cause and effect? Um,
7: yeah, it's usually difficult but, Um I always practice patience, but I've never been really aware of how to deal with my emotions when it gets to that breaking point, and how I've never done anything super stupid. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, there was this one time that uh, when I was going through high school, I thought we had I thought I had epilepsy. Doctors were telling me I had epilepsy. I was 16. They said I had to. I wasn't going to be able to get my license until we get it figured out. It was a big deal. I was super super emotional, super. Angry. I went to my room. I pulled. I had a loft bed. I pulled my mattress down. I started punching my loft bed, and I ended up putting a crack in the window, like that's behind me, because I was just going at it so hard. Um, but yeah, no. I just like. I it just kind of springs up on me, so, and it's just kind of learning to express that without it being vulgar, I guess. Sure. In a sense, if that makes sense. So, so.
0: And on some level. Um, I mean, at 16 or, or younger, I, I can get where you're, just, you're run by emotions. Uh, you have no experience to draw from. But the, the counter to that as you've gotten older is, as you said, patience. I, I think the King James might say forbearance or something in there, but it's talking about, Is am my right? I don't, I don't know how that verse kind of, kind, forbearance, patience. Patience yeah. is there. You learn that as the as, 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 as time. I need to put on patience and put on kindness and put on forgiveness mm-hmm. so that I'm not letting the anger the best... Heart. Um, I, I will, I will full candor. Some people, when they're when I see their faces in my mind, if I don't put on forgiveness, I want to put on a couple f bombs. You know what I'm saying? Okay, <laughs> just being honest. Okay, because when I when I think about what they did to me, I'm just. Oh. But putting on forgiveness allows me to. Ah, I, didn't, I didn't fall into that trap of sin. I didn't let any unwholesome communication come out of my mouth. And, and I, I find myself sometimes on a daily basis having to do that. Yes ma'am.
4: And I think with forgiveness too, it's like hard but like trying to like see the person and like recognizing like the spirit operating like behind them. Sure, like that's good. That instead of like the person. But it's still like, it's like hard to do but it's like something that like I, like I
0: try to do. Kind of so- now you're bringing it full circle for what we just talked about a little bit ago. I can aim that anger. Aiming, I'm not fighting flesh and blood. I'm fighting the principalities and powers and darkness, and rules of uh, darkness in the world that are triggering those things. Yes, ma'am.
6: And what we need to remember is that it, in our humanness, <laughs> many times when we've been done wrong, like for instance, you know, my mom was killed tragically in a car accident, and it was a, it was by a guy who's messed up on drugs. Wow. And swerved out of his lane and hit my mom head on. So in my humanness, I couldn't forgive. Sure. A lot of times we can't forgive and it but that has to come through Christ. Amen. But what we have to know is that through Christ yes. we can. Yes. We can. We can forgive even the worst things Amen. we can forgive through Christ. Amen. Not in our not in our humanness, but through him.
1: Because of His love and His
5: mercy, He helps us to forgive through that. And that is so powerful. Is so powerful. Mm-hmm. So powerful.
0: Listen, you, are re- you are kind of embodying everything that Paul is teaching us here. That my old nature, my human nature cannot forgive.
6: Right.
0: But Christ, my, my hope, when I clothe myself in Christ, yes. if He could hang there on a tree dying and say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, then I absolutely when I put on Christ. Right with the supernatural help, I can I can absolutely forgive every sin that has been Amen. perpetrated against me. Yes, ma'am. Amen. How can so we, yep. how can we uh, be forgiven if we don't forgive? How can we be forgiven if we don't forgive? Absolutely. I mean, it's, that's part of what Jesus taught us. Do you want to elaborate on that, sir? Yes. What's that? Do you want to elaborate on that? Because you're right. It's scripture. It's scripture. Yes, sir. It is. I don't know where it's at exactly in scripture, but it's scripture. And that, I, I came to, uh, my dad and I had a... Um, uh, I really was all things, my dad when I was young. <laughs> and uh, our relationship was not good for a long time. Uh, if we were civil
8: to one another, but we didn't know. We just weren't close. And um, through some things that I went through in life and that surrendering
0: my life, um, that totally changed. And that was, I, and I read it somewhere in scripture. And it's like it hit me. Like, uh, I mean, it hit me hard. And uh, it's like, how how can I be forgiven if I'm not willing to do it? And, yes. and uh, that was uh, my
3: dad and I, we were out deer hunting, and we were in, uh, in a uh, spot together, and we ran, and there was no deer around. And, and
6: between, Changed our
0: relationship. Huge. Yes, sir. We're real close now. Yes, sir. Wow. So what was really a divisive relationship because you allowed forgiveness to kind of lead the way. Yes. Now you and your father are close. So you never had.
6: Yeah. you had closeness and we
0: never had. Wow. And maybe your father desired it, but it was on you to let yourself out of prison in terms of the unforgiveness. That's profound, sir. Thank you for that. Thank you for that example. Amen. I think that because I know the weather's acting up outside again, right? We kind You can kind of see uh, what's happening. So we're going to pray. Cool. Quick, just protection over everybody, and then we'll kind of close this thing up. So, Father, wherever we are, whoever's watching us here, thank you for your hand of protection upon us. Uh, I saw that cell forming earlier in, in Montgomery, and we prayed it away. We're going to do it again because I don't have this authority, but I have it through Christ Jesus. You have all authority, Lord Jesus. So I take that authority I have and I command this this uh, this wind and this storm. Pass on through quickly without bringing any destruction or devastation, without causing any kind of harm to our property or to our family. Thank you, Lord, we're going to remain safe. We command this thing in the name of Jesus. Yes. Peace Amen. be still. Peace be still. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Lord, we're going to be safe. We're we'll going to probably hang out at Michael Justice's house a little longer. We just made it Sleep over. A, every, yeah. 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 over uh, overnight. For those who have to go back to Yorkville, like, <laughs> a little longer drive. Um, let me close this out here. I want to pray, obviously, with anyone else online. If you have any prayer requests, please go ahead and post them now. We want to pray for you uh, right now as well. And uh, I, just, I, I want to thank everybody. For this. I pray that if you glean anything from what we shared tonight, hopefully you got something out of this, but if you glean anything from tonight, there are those two natures. Mr. Dunnett, you're, you're spot on what you're saying. There's two natures that are constantly at war. Okay, the, the fleshly nature and, 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 and really the spirit, the spirit of God within me. And just like with anything in, in your life, whatever you feed, that's what gets fat. Okay? <laughs> this is how it works. And so if you keep feeding the sinful nature, it's going to get fat. Okay? Yeah. You, but you feed the spirit. And I, forgive me all the spirit. I don't mean to say you're getting fat in any way. I don't need that. But, <laughs> but, but you obviously give, it, give him so much to work with. Yes. Okay? Um, and, and, and he will work it out uh, the Holy Spirit will in our lives and so I, I'm encouraging on a daily basis don't wait till Sunday don't wait till the next time we gather together start to put on this new nature on a daily basis in your speech in, in, in your giving in, in our, your interaction with others in terms of uh, instead of being angry with them you know, let righteousness lead the way build people up I, I, I want to encourage this. Uh, Eric and I were actually talking about this the other day, um, the, the part of the district where Eric uh, uh, tends to, uh, to, to coach. They told them how to do the philosophy, okay? They uh, kind of moving forward. Whatever that is, okay? Um, but, but we know this about the power of our words. We, we know how powerful our words are in terms of speaking into our, our children's present for the sake of their future. And so, as a coach, I've got a problem with that. Eric calls things out. I, I like it. I think it's funny. Okay, but but on some level, we also recognize I can only I can only take it so far because if I say anything else, I could be destructive in what I'm saying instead of building up or corrective in that sense. And so, it is a it is a daily thing that I have to remind myself of. My words carry weight. Okay, God created everything we see with words. Okay, and if I'm made in His image and His likeness, I got to be careful. There's weight on my words there's glory on my words and you carry the the nature of Christ on you Jesus can speak to a a dead man who's been laying in the tomb for four days and just call him by name okay Lazarus come forth boom there he is wherever his spirit was wandering in paradise bam rejoined his body and he walked up out of that uh, that tomb like a a Michael Jackson thriller movie kind of thing right and and there it was there it was the power of his word and so I just want to encourage that ladies and gentlemen Put on Christ before you go uh, putting on an attitude. Before you go uh, putting on your selfish nature, put on Christ. So, uh, do we have prayer requests tonight, Pastor Okay, write them down. Awesome. I yeah, got a lot of them. Any of the prayer requests in the room that we didn't get to earlier? Do want to make sure that we cover all the bases? Yes, sir. Um, just recently, I mean, I mean you know,
5: um, did really attacking man time is closer. Yes, sir. Like,
0: there are moments where. So many things are clear in my mind. I'm just trying to go on with that. age. So, I believe you'll be able to put on Christ, So, in terms of your own thinking as well. Thank you, Rachel. We're going to pray tonight for. Um, you, you still. You we'll we'll so Grandson is still in the. Oh, the NICU. Okay. Absolutely. we will Do we know the grandson's name? Okay. Uh, we'll be praying for uh, Diana uh, Travel. Okay. She traveled the Wyoming, so We pray for protection for her. Um, Oh, an oldest grandson also being attacked by the enemy. And then uh, we just said, Jim, know, so I'm trying to figure out anything else. Anything else you need to pray okay. about? Yes, ma'am. There's some um, um, things going on with my brother um, that meets Harry more, and we're trying to get, uh, figure out the best thing to okay, do. Absolutely. Or,
6: uh, absolutely. And then he's always been attacked. Me personally
0: but um, I'm a warrior, yes ma'am so. amen so let's pray together before we pray I'm going to ask you to do this actually do me a favor We're kind of get in groups of at least three okay Jesus taught us two or three gather together touch any one thing okay faith believing it will be done for us so get in a group of at least three if we can at minimum three
1: Lord,
0: Neil said, for strength and hope okay for Neil, absolutely okay <laughs> yeah. So what I'm going to do is I am going to, I am going to pray, but I'm going to, ask, I'm going to ask you as well. Okay? I'm going to ask you to pray as well. I'm going to ask you to open up your mouth and pray for the, the people that you're you know, holding hands with or circle with. Open up your mouth and pray because we're going to, we're going to do what we've been taught tonight. Okay? We're going to edify with our words. We're going to speak up with our, our words. So make sure you yeah, make sure you're not alone. get, get in on that, please, okay? And, and open up your mouth and help me pray. All right? Let's call upon the name of the Lord for our brothers and sisters tonight. Heavenly Father, we come before you, and we believe that you are working in every situation. Yes, Lord. Uh, Ms. Lucille, I'm praying for your grandsons, for healing for your grandson in the NICU, and for your oldest grandson, yes. under the attack of the enemy, I believe you're going to see miracles for yes. your grandsons, the Spirit of God breaking through mm-hmm. in their life. I pray for, for safety, for uh, for Diana, she travels, over to going. I pray that you become a light in the darkness we pray tonight my friend i'm believing that you're going to continue to sense the peace of god and and the direction of god the will of god being done despite how the enemy's coming against your mind you put on the mind of christ or put on the mind of christ because that's what scriptures tell you to do Reject the lies of the enemy and believe the word of god Lord, i pray you'll fill him with your spirit completely overflowing so you can flush out the negativity of the enemy and just keep his mind on you so you can stay at peace my brother and sister's present. and I miss the net. I'm praying for continued wisdom and direction with your, with your brother. God, let your will be done in this situation. Over every one of us here, come on, we release blessings. We release hope over you tonight. We declare that everything God has prepared and promised you, it will be fulfilled in this season. Family, I, those watching as well, I want to declare blessings over you. I, I believe that God is not wanting us to steal from him anymore. But he's wanting us to use our hands to work hard and so that we can turn around and then be a blessing to those in need. Brock McKenzie, I see this in your near future. God's going to bless you in such a way financially. You're going to be, you're going to be hooking other people up and in ways you only dreamed about because, because you continue to give even when you didn't have. You applied the word of God. So now you're going to see the fulfillment of God's end of the promise. Father, I'm asking for all of us in this place that we would just be so ready and available. For whatever you would have us to do. God, use our voices. Use our hands. Use our kindness. Use our forgiveness. Use our example. Use us, Lord, everywhere we go. Use our anger to come at the enemy, but not to come at the people we love. God, help us to be righteous in our anger. Lord, I, I pray moving forward that, again, all of our words, literally our words, we think first before we speak and that we be edifying to every everyone who hears us, God. Allow us everywhere we go To not give little white lies or half-truths. Help us to speak the truth. And Holy Spirit, protect us in those moments when we don't think we can. Holy Spirit, you are the Spirit of truth. Continue to protect us. And golly, I I, I believe that in these last days, the world is going to look at us. And they're going to see a unified body. That's the whole reason we're talking about these things tonight. is because we don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. We want to keep the unity of the Spirit. That unity belongs to the Holy Spirit, family. It belongs to the Holy Spirit. So let's not grieve Him by bringing disunity. Help us, God, to be unified in spite of our skin color or our past or our financial means, God. Help us to be unified. And I thank you, Lord, that we will see the kingdom of darkness fall. We're going to see the kingdom of hell crushed under our feet as a unified church. Because that's what Jesus promised us. The gates of hell cannot prevail against a unified church. So, God, help us to be that moving forward. Thank you, Lord. Get the glory from our lives. Everyone watching, I pray that now more than ever you will... Quit putting on the old nature and put on this new nature, the nature of Christ, on a daily basis. Let God get the glory from everything we do moving forward. We thank you, Father, tonight. Protect us. Keep us safe, God. And I thank you that uh, Sunday is going to be a powerful day in your presence, a powerful day in your word, a powerful day with your people. Get all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Let all God's people say amen tonight. Amen. amen.